Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. This week we've been talking about a conference message that was given by Neil L. Anderson. He's of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. It was a message titled, The Name of the Church is Not Negotiable. And of course, it's referring to something that Russell M. Nelson had to say back in August of 2018, and again in October of 2018, admonishing members of the church to call their church by its official title and not the nickname such as Mormon Church or LDS Church. And he also admonished members not to refer to themselves as Mormons. We want to bring out the fact that this is not a new thing with Russell M. Nelson at all. This pet peeve, if you will, goes clear back that we know of to 1990 when Russell M. Nelson gave a talk titled, Thus Shall My Church Be Called. What did he say at the beginning of that message, Eric? He said, Today I would like to speak about a name. We are all pleased when our names are pronounced and spelled correctly. Sometimes a nickname is used instead of the real name. But a nickname may offend either the one named or the parents who gave the name. The name of which I shall speak is not a personal name, yet the same principles apply. I refer to a name given by the Lord, and then he cites from D&C 115, verse 4, Thus shall my church be called in the last days, even the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Note carefully, he says, the language of the Lord. He did not say, Thus shall my church be named. He said, Thus shall my church be called. Years ago... Its members were cautioned by the brethren who wrote, quote, We feel that some may be misled by the too frequent use of the term Mormon Church, end quote. And that comes from Member Missionary Class Instructor's Guide that was printed in 1982, page 2. Before any other name is considered to be a legitimate substitute, the thoughtful person might reverently consider the feelings of the heavenly parent who bestowed that name. Surely, Every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord is precious, so each word in this name must be important, divinely designated for a reason. Bill, I I find that interesting that he uses this term, the feelings of the heavenly parent who bestowed that name. He's going back to D&C section 115 verse 4, which was written in 1838. That's, to me, fascinating that in this talk, It's obvious that he had the same feelings back in 1990 as he did in 2018 when he came up with the new policy. You know what I find interesting, too, Eric, is he says, Surely every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord is precious, so each word in this name must be important. Later on in that talk, he says, The first two words of the name the Lord chose for his earthly organization are the church. Note that the article, the, begins with a capital letter, This is an important part of the title. Yet, even though the church changed its official URL or the address that goes to their official website, it used to be lds.org, 
which is a term you're not supposed to use now because of Nelson. Now it's churchofjesuschrist.org. Well, wait a minute. If the word the, if it's an important part of the title, it's not in the title of their URL. So even today, the church seems to be compromising on this because Nelson himself said, note that the article, the, begins with a capital letter. This is an important part of the title, but it's not in their URL. Even more troubling in this sermon was towards the end when Russell M. Nelson said that the Lord himself issued this solemn warning, let all men beware how they take my name in their lips. Remember, he added, that which cometh from above is sacred and must be spoken with care, citing from Doctrine and Covenants, D&C, 63, 61, and 64. Now, back in 1990, Russell M. Nelson was merely an apostle in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He didn't really have the authority to convince the whole church to go in a certain direction. But what's fascinating is that six months later, Gordon B. Hinckley, who at the time was a first counselor in the First Presidency, and in the LDS Church hierarchy, a member of the First Presidency outranks a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Gordon B. Hinckley gave a talk titled, Mormon Should Mean More Good. And in that talk, he said, many of our people are disturbed by the practice of the media and of many others to disregard totally the true name of the church and to use the nickname the Mormon Church. He goes on and says, Six months ago in our conference, Elder Russell M. Nelson delivered an excellent address on the correct name of the church. He quoted the words of the Lord himself, and then he recited D&C 115 verse 4. He then went on to discourse on the various elements of that name. I commend to you a rereading of his talk. Now, Bill, I find this interesting that he does bring up Nelson. So what he's telling us is what he's going to talk about seems to be in conjunction to what Nelson had spoken about before, six months earlier. And he's saying, you ought to go reread the talk. I wonder if he's being sincere in saying that. Or he's just trying to be gracious because he's about to say some things about what was said by a colleague that I don't think Gordon B. Hinckley really agrees with. And this is why. He goes on to say, the Mormon church, of course, is a nickname. Hinckley goes on to say, and nicknames have a way of becoming fixed. I think of the verse concerning a boy and his name, and he goes on to cite this little bit of prose. Father calls me William, sister calls me Will, mother calls me Willie, but the fellers call me Bill. Hinckley goes on to say, I suppose that regardless of our efforts, we may never convert the world to general use of the full and correct name of the church. But I want to stop here and show you something that's very different between Hinckley and Nelson. Because Hinckley uses nicknames and takes it lightly. Okay, so you call me this, you call me that, but I'm still the same person. That's really the message he's trying to get across. Hinckley doesn't seem to be offended by that. I think he's being very gracious. Okay, maybe that's not what I'm officially known as, but at least you know who I am. And you could, be, you could call me something much worse. But remember how Nelson started his talk six months earlier. Today, I would like to speak about a name. 
We are all pleased when our names are pronounced and spelled correctly. Sometimes a nickname is used instead of the real name, but a nickname may offend either the one named or the parents who gave the name. Does it sound like Gordon B. Hinckley has the same feelings as Russell M. Nelson six months earlier? I would argue he does not. I think that Hinckley has the same idea that P.T. Barnum had many years ago when he said, no matter, madam, say anything you like about me, but spell my name right. Well, I mean, call the Mormons, call the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, call it what you will. I think, I think uh, more pragmatic was Hinckley in saying, well, I might not necessarily prefer that, but as long as you're talking about us, that's okay. And that's a good point. As long as you're talking about us, that's okay. I don't think Hinckley at all had the same attitude about this name that certainly Russell M. Nelson had, and, and he makes it very clear. Remember, after he does that little father calls me William, sister calls me Will thing, he says, I suppose that regardless of our efforts, we may never convert the world to general use of the full and correct name of the church. Because of the shortness of the word Mormon and the ease with which it is spoken and written, they will continue to call us the Mormons, the Mormon church, and so forth. Hinckley then says they could do worse. It sounds like, to me at least, that Hinckley is taking the high road on this. He knows that that's not the official title of the church, but he seems to be more of a mature individual to where he's not going to let that bother me. I don't think, for instance, that Gordon B. Hinckley, if someone were to come up to him and give him the title of a Mormon, or you're a Mormon, do you think Gordon B. Hinckley would go, no, I'm not? And yet that's exactly what was praised in this talk given by Elder Neil Anderson. He was praising those who, when they were referred to as Mormons, rebuffed that name and had to correct the person who said that. And I've got to admit, a person doing that, usually it's done in kind of a prideful way, at least in the experiences that I have had. I think we need to continue on with Hinckley's talk here because he gives a story to support what you're saying, Bill. He says, more than 50 years ago, when I was a missionary in England, I said to one of my associates, how can we get people, including our own members, to speak of the church by its proper name? He replied, you can't. The word Mormon is too deeply ingrained and too easy to say. He went on, I've quit trying. While I'm thankful for the privilege of being a follower of Jesus Christ and a member of the church which bears his name, I am not ashamed of the nickname Mormon. Look, he went on to say, if there is any name that is totally honorable in its derivation, it is the name Mormon. And so when someone asks me about it and what it means, I quietly say, Mormon means more good. And in parentheses, the prophet Joseph Smith first said this in 1843. And then he said, his statement intrigued me. Mormon means more good. I knew, of course, that more good was not a derivative of the word Mormon. I had studied both Latin and Greek, and I knew that English is derived in some measure from those two languages, and that the words more good are not a cognate of the word Mormon. But his was a positive attitude based on an interesting perception. Bill, let me ask you this. How do you think Russell M. Nelson, sitting behind... Hinckley during this talk is taking this. Is this an affirmation of what was preached six months earlier, or is Hinckley minimizing what Russell M. Nelson said in April of 1990? 
In other words, Eric, are you asking me that if there was a potential for this, that Russell M. Nelson would have stood up and took a bow over what Hinckley had just said? I don't think so. No. I wouldn't be surprised, and I have no way of proving this, that Russell M. Nelson was sitting there drumming his fingers on the arm of his chair. I cannot imagine that he was taking this as anything but really a criticism. It certainly is not a compliment, because Hinckley does not have the same attitude about this as Russell M. Nelson had six months earlier in his talk, or we could even say the same attitude that he has today, because Nelson's attitude has now permeated the leaders of the LDS Church, certainly Neil L. Anderson, in order to give this talk, and now it's permeating down to the membership to where if you dare refer to them as Mormon or call their church the Mormon Church, they're going to feign offense. And I think that's a mistake. I think Hinckley probably had the better way of going about this, and the use of the word Mormon has only been positive, I think, overall. I mean, why would you have run a campaign called I Am a Mormon in 2010 unless that was the case? And so now you're making your people become obstinate. When somebody brings up the term Mormon, you have to say, no, I'm not a Mormon. I'm a Latter-day Saint, and I belong to, quote-unquote, the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. It causes an argument that I don't think is necessary. And I think also, as I've said before, I think it's deceptive, especially when adults are using that kind of a tactic in order to rebuff people who refer to them as Mormons or the Church as the Mormon Church. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.